Would you mind telling me whose brain I did put in? And you won't be angry? I will not be angry. Abby someone. Abby someone. Abby who? Abby normal. This is the Abby Normal Podcast, here to tell you that you're weird and that's normal. There's a treasure trove of relationship and breakup advice in my notes from middle school. There were so many breakups happening. Remember you would date, aka go around for like one week, break up, perhaps get back together? It seems trivial now, but there were real feelings involved. Today we get to hear three truly terrible breakup stories. First loves from middle school through young adulthood. But first... I'm going to share some of the advice from the notes with Annie and Aaron, and we're going to decide whether or not it still holds up. So we have some like advice and comments on relationships here. And I was hoping I could share with you and then you could tell me like if you felt like that was good advice or not. Okay. Or or true felt true for you. This feels like a game show. It's totally a game show. Okay. Okay. So let's say that you broke up with a boy or you had a boy that was on your mind. Okay. Would this advice work? Don't worry about that boy. It'll all pass. I promise. Don't lose sleep over it. Good advice? Yeah. I think that's great advice. You do? Yeah. Yeah. So relevant at 12 years old and also 32. 32. Yeah. Totally. All right. Don't lose sleep over it. Don't lose sleep over it. Amen, sister. Yeah. Holla Crystal. That was Crystal's Thanks, advice. Crystal. Smart little cookie. You can substitute girl, okay? Okay. Okay. Don't lose sleep over it. True. <laughs> yeah? True? Yeah, true. So that relationship advice does hold up, even though it's from a tweet. I think so. Yeah. That person was wise beyond their years. Jen's high school breakup story is the absolute worst. It would be understandable if she lost some sleep over this one. Okay, so I think the worst middle school one was like my first real boyfriend. My best friend was also dating his best friend. Uh So we were a cute little foursome, right? Right. And then him and my best friend like messed around behind (gasps) the... Yeah, they like cheated on us. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that was pretty bad. But the worst, like, youth breakup. Wait, but what happened? I don't think that they even kept dating, but we all definitely, like, everyone broke up. <gasps> yeah. So dramatic. Yep. I'm pretty sure I had a very yep. similar situation. Yep. And then me and the guy, the other guy who got cheated on, actually were also friends. Yeah. And then so we just kind of, like, bonded together in our friendship and our, like... Right. Did you guys end up ma- making out, though? No. Oh, interesting. No, that one was, you know, like traumatic, I guess. Mm-hmm. In the sure. Trust. Betrayal. Yes, yeah. the betrayal. Yeah. Well, and from her, too. I was like, well, yeah, what? that's what yeah. that's what I'm talking yeah. about. Your best friend. Know, right. Yeah. She definitely that girl. I like cut her off at 15 after like five more times of <laughs> like I like I remember when we ended things. I was like, OK, for real, though. You're not ever attracted to a man unless I say I'm attracted to him. Yeah, like, right, right, I was right. like, I'm not doing this. Right. Like, you're that girl. Yeah, it was an ongoing thing. So, the I still think, though, without a doubt, the worst was when I was 15. And I was dating this guy. He was 17. 
he was the one with his own apartment. Mm-hmm. And I would be over there a lot. Why the did he have his own apartment? He had been emancipated. Oh, jeez. And he was not even in high school anymore. Oh, no. Yeah, and he lived with a couple of guys, all of which were older. Okay, this is the shit <laughs> that our daughters are not going anywhere, anywhere near. near. <laughs> anywhere near. Anywhere near was really bad, yeah. Um, <sighs> okay, go um, on. And he was like that. He was the floppy hair leather jacket oh, guy. Yeah. 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 Very much like the 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 full house guy you brought up earlier. John Stamos. Like yes. a seventeen year old version of that. <laughs> Uncle Jesse. Yeah, totally. <laughs> like seventeen year old version uh-huh. of that. And um and so we had been dating like maybe five, six months and we were having sex and so we had like we had just finished having sex and we were laying in bed cuddling and I said, I love you. And he said, I think we need to break up. <laughs> no! Well, Why? No! Yes! yes. No! No, gets, so then, and then oh. like, literally right after that moment, and I had no idea. I had like, didn't see it coming. It like, no inklings Well, his penis all. was just in you. Yeah. Why would you assume right. it's time to break up? No inklings at all, right? I was like, I love you. And he was like, I think we need to break up. Maybe like 15 seconds after that. Um, oh, what was the song? It's a Goo Goo Dolls song. The one from City of Angels. There's this, uh, and it was like my favorite love song. Yes, 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 of yes, the yes, year, yes. Without a doubt. Yes. Um, it's like this incredibly romantic, like love song comes on and I start sobbing. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> I remember him being like, oh, like, like an idiot. And he was like, oh, I mean, oh, like, why are you crying? And I was like, and I remember saying, it's not you. It's the stupid song. And he like threw a bottle of water across the room to like knock into the radio and like try and get the the, the thing to stop. It was so stupid. Yeah, I mean, I remember being feeling like truly heartbroken maybe oh, for the first time. Terrible. Yeah, that was maybe like my first heartbreak. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Fifteen. What an asshole! And then we were like, and then of course we're still in like the same friend group, right? So we had to like, you know, so we still like had to see each other, and then every time like, I would end up crying, and (laughs) oh yeah, it was a thing. Took a couple months. Oh my gosh! Mm -hmm. And I feel like, you know, when you're in love and you get broken up with like that. You go a little insane. Like, yeah. let's let's be totally honest. Oh, totally. And my brain would, like, think of ways that I could see him or talk to him or cause some mm-hmm. drama or, like, anything for, like, our worlds to continue to be interconnected. Oh, yeah. Things that were crazy. Yeah, I definitely would, like, attempt to, like borrow his jacket oh yeah i'm pretty sure i like left my bra over there on purpose (laughs) you know right yeah yeah i would ask friends (sighs) to like do things yeah oh Uh yeah all the things yeah it's all really fuzzy now but i very clearly remember that moment how can you forget that what are you talking about yeah that was pretty bad Okay, City of Angels, is that a Keanu movie? 
Who's no, in that? No, it was Nick Cage. Nick Cage. Yep. I like Ryan. need to know that song. Like I totally know mm-hmm. the song you're talking about, but I yeah. can't get no, it. No, and I'm, now I'm thinking of the Aerosmith song, which is not the same one. But no, like, but I freaking know that song. Yes. With the like sheep. I don't want to miss a thing. <laughs> yes. Yes. I was like, you know what I'm talking about. I have a very sweet, very sweet boyfriend song around that. Or boyfriend moment around that song too. I played that song at my first wedding. <gasps> Yes. I didn't know you'd had a first wedding. Honey. <laughs> so my first one, that was our first dance song, was that stupid ass Aerosmith song. Don't want to miss a thing. So embarrassing. Yeah. 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 I don't want to miss a thing. I was 19 at that one. Dear Lord. Yep. Okay. Dear Lord, indeed. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That was the song of the year. Do you have your phone? Because I feel like we need to Google that City of Angels song. I I need to have completion do. of this thought. I know. I can't remember the song. Just Google City of Angels movie soundtrack. But I know the song. I'm like, it's... Just sing it, Iris? Then. I need... I need Is com- it Iris? Mm-hmm. I don't want to miss you, miss you, See, it's kind of similar to that. I don't want to miss a thing. It's so bad. Right. Don't want to suit you to do. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I can taste this moment, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, that fateful song was Iris by the Goo Goo Dolls. Let's check in with Annie and Erin and see what else is in those notes. Okay, let's say you're dating someone, right? Mm -hmm. You're like not sure where it's going. (laughs) Okay. Ready. Long pause for a very short statement. I wish I could look in a crystal ball to see what happens between me and him. Have you felt that way? Yeah. (laughs) Totally. That would be so helpful to know, right? Because then at the very beginning, you could be like, oh, this is not going to be worth my effort. Yeah. And then you'd only sleep over it. Boom. Bring it around. Boom. Nailed it. Okay. This one also says, totally unrelated. Have you ever heard that song by Boys to Men, End of the Rope? That's exactly how I feel. Isn't it road? Yes, it's End of the Rope. Ooh, this note is on the back of a 1993 junior high oldies lip sync contest, April. <laughs> Shut up. <gasps> Directions to enter. Number one, get a group together. Number two, choose an oldie song. Ooh, like end of the rope. <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> Do you agree with this? I wish I could look in a crystal ball to see what happens between me and John. You can fill in the blank with whatever girlfriend. Oh, yeah. Do you wish that? I don't really care what happens between me and John. No, no, no. I don't know who John is. But do you like wish that you had a crystal ball in the relationships you've had so you can see where they go? No, you come on. You know where it's going to go. Where's it going to go? You know where it's going to go. What? Bone Town. 
Well, that's where it goes first. <laughs> and then where does it go? Then it goes nowhere, baby. <laughs> it goes to getting married or going to Bone Town with somebody else. Those are the two endings. Or I guess you could have like a life partner. Okay, well, wouldn't you like to look in the crystal ball and see those things? Like to know whether or not you're wasting time. Right. No. Okay, I'll just, I'll say this. Are there any of your prior relationships? Yes. Like marriage number one, for sure. You wish you had had a crystal ball to see marriage number one. Well, maybe. I mean, it would have been nice to not have had marriage number one. But it is also a great reference point for now in life to be like, at least that was not wife number one. Marriage number one falling apart sort of kind of the reason you met Abby? Uh, no. I mean, in the most roundabout way possible, I suppose, in that Abby and I would not be married if... I was still married to wife number one. No, I mean, more like that. Wasn't that one of the first things you talked about as friends? Like divorces? Yeah. I mean, I would say that one of the reasons we connected and connected so fast was I was going through a divorce. The circumstances were similar to your divorce. So, I mean, maybe you've blocked all that from memory, but I, but. I did not. Those conversations meant a lot to me that we had. (laughs) I mean, it's in there. (laughs) That's definitely when I like drank a lot too. So, wow. I mean, those were drunken conversations, is what I'm trying to say. Basically, our relationship is a lie, is what you're telling me. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm saying I recall, but I do not vividly like i can't like close my eyes and like remember exact conversations can you smell the conversations though yes they smell like camel crushes (laughs) and i don't remember what i was drinking at the time just an overflowing ashtray of camel crushes yeah just a lot a lot of time at uh la perry's all right what else you got over there all right i have one last one was there even any advice on that last one? It was, if you wish she oh, had a crystal, crystal ball. ball. Yeah. In her first real relationship, Jasmine thought she was dating a church boy. Needless to say, a crystal ball would have been helpful. Were you in love with your first boyfriend? Or is, or is when I was still like the only one? Yes, I was. You were. Yeah. yeah. Well, because the first bo- like yeah. relationship where it was like, yeah. Why did you break up? He was a drug addict. What was his drug of choice? Meth. Oh shit. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Um, so that couldn't have ended well then. No. Well, it's funny because have you heard of Victory Outreach? Mm, it's a no. church okay. for drug addicts and ex-cons and gang members and they you know go to this church and it's okay. like the pastor was an ex-gang member kind of is it in oakland they used to have one in oakland san jose hayward okay and i think they have yeah it's like kind of nationwide so 
he was in um, prison for like three years or something for like pulling a gun on somebody. He used to be a gang member or whatever. Okay. So he got out and working, go to church, no drinking, no smoking weed, no nothing. Cool. And I'm like, and I thought that was cool because the people I hang out with, they drink, smoke weed. So it was refreshing. Right, right, right. And then, so the first time we met, it was, I was actually working at Piedmont Grocery. And so he was working next door, like doing construction. And so he came up to me and was like, oh, those are cool flowers. And I'm like, oh, wow, this guy's hecka cute. And so the next day I had went to my grandma's house with some flowers. Like I always take flowers from work and, you know, bring it to my grandma or some fruit. He was outside fixing his car. I'm like, what? Like, okay. Like, what is this guy, you know, doing? And he's all, hey, you know, what's up? And I'm like, nothing. He's all, oh, those are for me? I'm like, no. <laughs> no, no. He's like, oh, what are you doing here? I was like, that's my grandma's house. He's like, oh, I live in the back house. Whoa, that's weird. And I'm like, what? Really? He's like, yeah, with, you know, with your cousin. And I'm like, oh, my God. Because my cousin was actually a recovering addict that was doing the church thing as well. And that's uh-huh. how they met. Okay. And so, yeah, and so I, like, we started hanging out, and, like, it was weird because he was, like, kind of new to the relationship because he was in prison from, like, 17 to 20. Uh Yeah, Yeah. three years. And so I, you know, I thought it was, like, yeah, it was refreshing. I was like, oh, okay, like, he doesn't, you know, really know, like, relationship, and I kind of could kind of train him, like, to my liking, you know, and he was, like, into church, a church boy, you know, so. Yeah. But then, so we got together and things were cool, but then he just, he would do stupid stuff. His, just the mentality, just, it wasn't, yeah you know, it just wasn't there. And like, and we moved, we were together for what, two and a half years. And then we just decided to move in together. Okay. Once we move in together, I was like, yeah, no, he's not for me. Because his, he, he used to work with my um, cousin that he was living with. They were uh, doormen in San Francisco. Like he would work from like four to 12 and I would work like six in the morning to three. So we would like miss each other. Right. And so there was a couple of times where I would have to get ready for work and he wouldn't be home. And I'm like, okay. So I would go to my cousins because we actually live like a block away from my grandma's house when we got our first place. And so he would be there and they were like playing games. I'm like, it's 530 in the morning. Like, what are you doing? And I already knew he was messing up because he used to do meth before. Yeah. And my cousin was a recovering meth addict, too. Oh, no. And so I was like, what are you, you know, what are you doing? I was like, are you like, are you on drugs? He's like, no, what are you talking about? I'm like, okay. Then he started doing some weird shit like one time i brought a friend over co-worker you know two co-workers who he happened to know from like his high school he climbed second story window to see what we were doing like dude why can't you use the front door <laughs> like he was trying to catch us trying to do something and then he started to think that i was having sex with his best friend oh. which his best friend was ugly as hell <laughs> Like, hella ugly. Like, seriously? <laughs> like, so things like, so I'm like, you know what? I'm cool. 
Like, I, I can't mess with you no more. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. done. Yeah, no, no. And then he he would deny being on drugs. Really? Like, doing, yeah, he would deny it. And then once I moved out, I moved back in with my dad. He was like, oh, yeah, you're right. I was on, you know, doing meth. I'm like, I do. Like, I know what the, you know, I have three cousins that are meth addicts. Like, I know what a meth addict is. Like, yeah. And when you're doing it, like, I'm not stupid. Like, yeah. So weird. So were you heartbroken when you broke up? I was. I was. How did you do it then? I, um, I figured, um, I would go back to school and, you know, at that time I was 25. So I'm like, okay, you know what? Like it's time, not in a relationship time for me to focus on myself and on my like future Mm -hmm. so I went back to school Jasmine chose herself her future and no nonsense what did the notes have to say okay tell me if this feels true to you okay Abby who cares about your dignity as a woman throw yourself at him weeping and I'm sure he'll take you I don't love that (laughs) I don't love that at all. No? No. No? It's not the right direction to go? No. I mean, I think I've tried it. I'm sure you have. No offense. <laughs> <laughs> well, it would work. Yeah? He would probably take you back, but uh-huh. you wouldn't take that advice. <laughs> would you give this advice to Audrey? No. <laughs> no? That's the worst advice I've ever heard. Do tears work on you? Do tears work on me? Yeah. Yes. No. No? You're revolted? Tears make me a little angry. (laughs) Really? Yeah. (laughs) I can't. How dare you? I feel like that's not entirely true. I've cried in front of you. And then you got intensely uncomfortable and then also threatened to get the guy who made me cry arrested. ditching your dignity and resorting to tears isn't the way to go. Darlene had no dignity in the way that she got engaged. Here's how she navigated the social pressure to get married and eventually ditched her dude. This is embarrassing. I sort of forced him into getting engaged. Now, I want to be clear about this. This was not really me. (laughs) No, it was. But um, so all of my friends, many of my friends... So we're talking about the age of 22, 23, mm-hmm. were wanting to marry their boyfriends. Correct. That's what happens. So yes. That's what happens. And they were all like super into pressuring their boyfriends to buy them rings and get married. Now, yes. I could give a fuck about a ring. Uh-huh. Okay. And for those of you in the room, you can see that I wear a very simple titanium wedding band. Uh-huh. And I have no diamond. I don't want a diamond. I'll tell you all about blood diamonds someday. And um, I don't want gold because they use cyanide. So not my thing. Okay. Getting married wasn't my thing. Being engaged wasn't my thing. I didn't really care about any of that inside. Yeah. But I was still pretty vulnerable. I mean, 22, 23, you think you're an adult, but you're really not. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I was supposed to do that too. I was yeah. also supposed to pressure my boyfriend to get married, even though uh-huh. 
inside, it wasn't something I really cared about. Yes. Also, our relationship is going downhill, and so I thought that would save it. Uh-huh. So, so stupid. I mean, the <laughs> stupidity is just, like like yeah. I said, embarrassing. Um, so I pressured him into getting engaged. I, like, bought myself an engagement ring. It was just, it's all ridiculous. <laughs> like, at Sears, I think, oh, I bought it at Sears. <laughs> Oh my god! I'm you not probably put it. You probably I'm put it on a layaway plan. I totally did. Yes, I, you guys. I bought an engagement ring for myself at Sears. Okay, this is the most embarrassing thing I'll probably ever admit to. Um, and like force him to give it to me. It's just. It's all ridiculous. Yeah. Here's what happened. I was in graduate school. He. This is not. I don't want to be classist about this. He was a high school dropout. I don't want that to be. The issue, like, this is about education. Okay. But it was more about life paths. Yes. Right? So he was working at a music store, and that's what he wanted. And he was driving in my car, because he never had one, an hour away to go to the music store. And um, we were just in different places. Yeah. I was going to graduate school. I right. was focused on different things. And totally. he never met my friends that I went to graduate school with. He had no interest in hanging out with them. And I think that that was insecurity on his part. At the time, though, what I saw was my own boyfriend wasn't interested in my life. Right. I didn't see any of that. Right. So he wasn't involved in my life anymore. We were living very separate lives. He was driving an hour to work at a music store. Like, there wasn't a music store in the college town we were in. Right. And then I had this whole set of other friends that knew nothing and really didn't understand why they hadn't met my boyfriend or my fiance. Yeah. Didn't think it made any sense. Didn't think he was any good for me. Because you can imagine, right, if you become really tight with somebody and you see them every day and you've never even met this other person. Yeah, totally. You know, and all you know is that your friend bought her own engagement ring at Sears, you know? (laughs) Yes. Um, So they're not fans and they make that known, you know, we're out at the bar and they're like, so where's this loser fiance of yours that doesn't care about you? And so all this is happening. One of my friends who never said anything about the guy I was dating was this super hot guy named Jim. So we were friends, but I was so attracted to him. This is like the beginning of a romance novel, right? I was so attracted to this guy. And I wasn't the only one. Look, all the girls were attracted to this guy. Six foot five, goatee, built, had been playing hockey in in college. Oh, girl. It was was all there. I have a major crush on him, but I'm engaged. And all these girls are asking him out all the time, and he's turning them down all the time. And we're all like, oh, that's weird. One roommate knew why and would always be really, like, cryptic about it, which kind of made more people wonder if he was gay, right? Because one roommate would be like, I know why, but I'm not saying. You know, we'd be like, well, what? So we were very close friends, and I had some... Big falling outs with my fiance. I actually broke off the engagement mm-hmm. uh, first and then actually broke up and then moved out. So it was kind of a process to right. get out of this long-term relationship. Through that, there were three men who were there for me in every way. And all three of them lived in the same house. Like one story is, it's like two in the morning and I'm, crying and upset after a falling out and I call them and they're totally they're totally asleep right but when I get one of them on the phone and he's like no we're watching a movie they get up 
He gets everybody in the living room. They put a movie in and fast forward it. So when I get there, I believe them. They were told they had not. They had been dead asleep. <laughs> but I was like, I'm not coming over if you're sleeping. Right. And they're like, oh, no, no, we're awake. Come over. I mean, these guys were there for me in every yeah. way. And what I realized was that the person that I had planned to marry wasn't. Right. Right. And so I was going through all these things in graduate school. I was going through a lot of things in graduate school. And the person that I was going to marry wasn't there for me. And these three guys who were my friends were. They were giving me everything that I needed minus the sexual that I needed from a relationship. Right. And I was getting it from them. And that was kind of the big light bulb. It was like, I have no business getting married. I have no business being in this relationship when I'm not getting anything that I need from it. So broke up with him and it took a little bit to get, you know, kind of everything sorted out because seven years and living together and your lives are totally intertwined. And so it was amiable in essence. I mean, for the most part. In the meantime, I found out that this guy that I had the hots for and who kept turning everybody down was turning everybody down because he had a crush on me the whole time. Oh. And he didn't know that I was going to end up not being in a relationship anymore, but he just wasn't interested in other women because he was so, had such a big, massive crush on me. Mm-hmm. So the day that I moved out, he asked me on our first date. Oh. And I married him. <laughs> Okay, we have one more note of relationship advice to review. It's all over the place, but it ultimately comes down to the 90s mantra, hoes over bros. I already hate this person because they write in pink gel pen okay. and their, their exclamation point dots are like flowers, so I don't trust anything okay. that person says. Are you ready? Yes. <laughs> I don't even know what this is talking about. You are a sweetie to me and I don't want your face to get beaten into a wall. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you should be with Andy anymore. It's your decision, but this relationship is not working out. No, it's either all your friends or Andy. You have to choose. Remember, Andy never going to be there forever, but your friends might. Okay, so this is a bit of a, like, friends versus dude situation. Bros. Hoes before bros. Correct. Yes, that's what this note is saying. What do you think? Is this wisdom from eighth grade accurate? Sort of. I do, I do, yes, actually sort of agree with that. If your friends don't like the dude. What if your friends are going to fight him for you because of the relationship? I think you need new friends. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't think that's appropriate. But you should trust your friends because, by and large, you want your actual partner to be someone that your friends can be with. So True. And if your friends are people that have stuck around for a while, I'm not necessarily saying middle school friends, mm-hmm. like dating someone right now and you were like, that person is atrocious, I would be like, uh-oh, is this person like horribly flawed in a way that I am blind to? It would really make me consider what was happening. Okay, well, that's all I have for this segment. 
of relationship advice. Okay. From 12 year olds. I like it. There's so much more. Breakups are gnarly at 13 or 30. So these notes from middle school are still relatable. We wish we could have a crystal ball and avoid heartache. And some of the advice holds up. Try not to lose sleep over it and listen to your friends. If you want to hear more from the friends you heard on this episode, head to the beginning of this show. Darlene is the star of episode 15, Written Consent, about her career as a romance writer. Jasmine was featured on episode 20, Familia Matters. And Jen has her own podcast called The Things We Carry. 